Let's get moving with Maria. Inspiration to spend a few minutes each day to get moving on the small things that can make a big difference in your life. Thank you for joining us today. A lot of us suffer from tummy problems, and a new survey indicates many more than I thought did suffer from tummy problems. And with me today is Dr. Andrea Clemis. She is the Chief Medical Officer of MDVIP. And, Doctor, you have done a survey which shows about two-thirds of us actually suffer from problems, but we don't do anything about it. We don't go see a doctor. Yes, very true. MDVIP did the survey to really understand what Americans know about gut health and do they know how important it is. And what we found is that they didn't know about an unhealthy gut, which increases their risk for heart attacks, strokes, diabetes, and Alzheimer's disease. They're also not very comfortable talking about their bowels. So what is an unhealthy gut? So most people think of gut health as just their stomach, but it's really everything from your mouth to, well, the other end. And so there are bacteria in your gut, good and bad, and you need a healthy balance. You need more good than bad. And if that balance gets out of whack, it can increase inflammation, and that's what causes those serious things like heart attacks and strokes. But it can also cause those symptoms that we get, abdominal pain, bloating, gas, diarrhea, constipation. So who should really be seeking health? Is it the person, obviously not the person who occasionally has some heartburn, but who really should be seeking help? Yeah, I mean, first it's, if anything, different than it used to be. Um, One of the myths in the survey was that you have to, that you should have a bowel movement every day. 70% of people said, yes, that's true. Well, it's not. Um, Three times a day may be normal for you or three times a week. So if there's a change in what's normal for you, but then also if you're having any of those symptoms, but on top of the, the stomach symptoms, you can also get symptoms like fatigue, brain fog, moodiness, or skin irritations, eczema, psoriasis. So anything that's just not, that's affecting your daily life, you need to go to your doctor um, and really talk through these things. Why is it hard for people to do this? Why is it hard for them to go to the doctor and talk about some of these issues? One of the things we found in the MDVAP survey is that many women and younger people feel dismissed by their doctor because of these. So I think it's education, and it's finding the right doctor. Um, we have MDVAP doctors all over Salt Lake City, and they have the time to really sit with you, talk through your symptoms, do testing if needed to understand what foods are the culprits, and then help you you know, improve your diet and mitigate any risks. Okay, so is the key then our diet? It is. You know, I think as Americans, we like a magic pill. 50% in the MBVAP survey said that they've either tried a supplement, a probiotic, whatever, but it's mainly the foods that you eat. And interestingly, I talked about that good bacteria. There are foods that are, that put that good bacteria in your gut, foods like yogurt, fermented foods, sauerkraut, pickles. And then there are foods that are called prebiotics that feed the good bacteria. These are things like garlic, onions, asparagus, oats. So all of those foods, if you could add some of them in your diet and take out the bad stuff like processed foods, fried foods, sugar, sweet foods, you'd be doing much better. I'm wondering how things like coffee affect our gut. Well, you know, coffee has had good and bad raps over all of the years. So depending on where we are today, um, but I think that, that where everybody's landed on is some coffee is good for you. 
Um, you know, when it comes to the good and the bad bacteria, I don't know that it has a big effect on either one of those. But maybe it's if you're having the coffee with the donut, you know, that's going to affect things because the donut's not good for you and the sugar's not good for you in it and the fried. So you really need to understand also what affects you. And there is some testing you can do to see which foods do cause that you're more sensitive to. Right. So it's not the same for all of us then. It is not. And so it really is a personal thing, which is why you can't, you know, it was funny. In the survey, we found that most people, especially younger people, would talk to their family and friends and search on the Internet versus going to the doctor. So you need to go to the doctor with exactly your symptoms, and then they can help you work through it. So this podcast is really focused on small things we can do in our life that are going to make a huge difference. What would you say are some of the small things that people can do today that would improve their gut health? Yeah, I mean, some of the things people did not know in the survey were the things that affect the good bacteria. So I think most people would imagine stress and sleep, right? We all know we need to be mindful, do yoga, something for our stress, exercise, and sleep better. But there were other things that affected your gut microbiome, which is the bacteria in your gut. Things like, do you live in a city? Do you spend time in nature? Do you have a dog? So I guess for tomorrow, you could go spend some time outside versus being inside and maybe go get that dog you've been wanting. But other than that, it's really putting those probiotic foods in your diet, like the yogurts or the pickles, and putting some of those prebiotic foods. If you go to mdvip.com slash gut IQ, you can take the quiz. But we also have all this information about the, the better dietary things that you can do so that you can help improve your gut health. Now, tell us a little bit more about MDVIP. We are a national network of primary care physicians that focus on personalized preventive wellness and medicine. Um, MDVIP doctors have the time to really sit with you and make a plan to improve your health so that you can live a longer, healthier life. I'm understanding that women are actually affected more by digestive issues than men. Why is that? They are. Um, I, I think some of it may just be that, you know, during different parts of our life and our hormones affect us differently. Uh, and then again, it may be that we're just more in tune to our bodies and know when we're having these issues versus men who may just keep going on or maybe they do have more iron stomachs than we do. You know, I don't know, but the survey did show that more women had issues and younger people under the age of 45. It was interesting with them. 40% of people under 45 said that they avoid sex due to GI issues, and 30% say that it has a huge effect on their quality of life. Yeah, let, let's talk a little bit more about You talked about the serious health problems that really result from gut issues. Talk a little bit more about that. How, what are these serious health problems? Sure. So if you have inflammation in your gut, um, inflammation is the root of many problems, like increasing your risk for heart attack or stroke, diabetes, cancers, all of those things, so that if you have, you're eating a food that you are sensitive to, then your gut will react to it because it doesn't like it. So just like when you have a splinter, you know, your body tries to push the splinter out and gets all inflamed around it. The same thing happens in your gut, so it's trying to push that food it doesn't like out, inflames the gut, and that's how the gut's trying to fight it. But that inflammation is what can be the root of so many issues, serious heart attacks, Alzheimer's, and then just annoying, 
like the abdominal pain, bloating, gas, or brain fog, or eczema and psoriasis. What would you say to encourage people to actually do something about this right away? I mean, we all know that there are people out there that suffer every day and just pretty much do it in silence. Yeah, I mean, nobody should be suffering in silence. So, you know, as the physician, I'm going to tell you to go find an MDVIP doctor in Salt Lake City and go to the doctor and see what's wrong. But, you, you know, little things even help. Add some yogurt to your diet, or if you're already eating yogurt, add pickles. Add some of those prebiotic foods. You know, I mean, garlic, onions, asparagus, bananas, oats. You know, if you're not eating oatmeal, try and eat oatmeal a couple times a week. Even one added food can really get you on that way to start having your gut be healthier. Dr. Clemens, anything you'd like to add that maybe I have not asked you? No, I mean, I think, you know, it was interesting because 85% of people failed this quiz. Nobody got an A. So there is really room for education. Um, You know, and it's just busting myths and making sure that people understand that they just don't have to suffer and you need to find a doctor to help you. Let's remind people where they can go to get more information today. They can go to mdvip.com slash gut IQ. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for having me, Maria. You bet. Have a great day.